You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hi everyone, Sandman here. Today's video is brought to you by a donation from the YouTube user known as Howard Rourke. And this is what he has to say. Hi Sandman, I have a question for you. Why not use the enemy's weapon, hypergamy, against them? My plan is to find a woman with many times more net worth than myself and marry her. And if all goes well, I stay or else I get divorced and will be compensated for my troubles. Is there anything that can go wrong with my logic? Thanks for your work. Well, thanks for your question, Howard. First of all, hypergamy isn't really a weapon. It's more like a subconscious drive to find a man with resources or status for a woman. Remember, hypergamy isn't always about money either. What you have to question is the motives of this crazy unicorn or woman that basically has high net worth. Have you ever met a woman like this before? Has she shown interest in you? Until you find her and start talking to her, this is all a bunch of hypothetical mumbo-jumbo. As if by some crazy fluke, Lately I've been thinking the same thing to a certain extent, and I've been talking to someone over the last few weeks that probably fits the bill of the person that you're looking for. She most likely makes double the income that I do, but I'm pretty sure that her net worth isn't near mine. But she's the same age as me as well, 36, and probably wants to focus on having a family, perhaps even tomorrow, so the danger signs are going off in my head. She might also have baby rabies, and is doing a great job at hiding this fact. Also, she's from Asia, and she's not white, so I'm the big white devil that potentially brings status to her as she's embracing the Western way of life. And the fact that she worked her way up in the corporate ranks and navigated her way through the land of the cocky alpha males means that if she has any character flaws, then she's pretty good at covering them up. Howard, if you meet a woman that makes a lot of money at a high-paying career, chances are she knows how to hide her character flaws extremely well. Also, you have to think rationally. Why would a woman like that go after you? If you're an ordinary average male, it probably won't happen. The only men that I've successfully seen get women way above their financial status are men that can woo a woman. One guy is an Elvis impersonator, and the other is a Tom Jones impersonator. And they're both successful with women because they have their own swagger. When they're out with their girlfriends, they get hit on by other women, which often cements in the minds of their partners that their man is a desirable one and they haven't made any sacrifices with regards to keeping those power women in their lives. Another thing to remember is that finding a woman with high net worth is even tougher than finding a woman with a high salary. There are tons of women out there that make good money, but they spend most of it, if not all of it. You might have to look outside your ethnic circle if you're a white man like myself, and at that point you might have to deal with cultural baggage from her background as well as religious differences. And although people from other cultures respect whites, they often hate us at the same time. It's a weird sort of love-hate relationship with people from European descent. And with regards to my own life, I've known many women that actually made more money than their husbands when they married them. And then three to five years later, the men were making more than their wives. Their wives used their social connections and status to create opportunities for their new husbands. So even though the relationship started out with a sizable advantage for the less wealthy male, he usually ends up working much harder than ever to live up to his wife's expectations. 
If you're going to go from being a red pill man to a blue pill man, then in some ways there are advantages to becoming this guy I'm describing. Because this wealthy woman you describe may push you to excel in your life, instead of just coasting along and being a bum. There's nothing wrong with eating cheese doodles and playing PlayStation for the rest of your days. But if a woman like this tries to groom you into a wealthy, hard-working man, then take advantage of this if this is the type of thing that you're into. But build your connections outside of the relationship, and use them to your advantage later on if the relationship falls apart. And don't simply look at the net worth that she has as a possible trophy, but look at the social circles and business partnerships that her social status opens up to you. Those may be even more lucrative than you think. Also, what makes you think this woman with higher net worth isn't going to basically want a prenup? What makes you think that her family is going to accept a man of lower net worth and status? Usually women with more wealth that I've met in the past got it from their families. So they are expecting that at the very least you have just as much as she does. Or that your family has just as much as hers. And the best case scenario in my book is that you meet someone like this that you're describing, marry her, and after you get divorced, you get about 50% of her money. And if this woman earned her net worth on her own, then be prepared to be a more pussy-whipped man than the 90% of men that are out there. I've met shadows of men that were married to these uber-wealthy independent women. Men like this often end up schlepping around her bags when she goes on vacation. And guys like this are looked down upon by society, even if they're making $1 less than she does. And remember that women that make their own fortunes on their own consider themselves to be real independent women. They think of themselves as the be-all and end-all of the female side of the species. Most women talk about becoming independent, but they are just pretending. And the woman that you describe thinks that she's the real deal, and she will remind you every chance she gets. And so will her friends and her family, and possibly even your family. Everyone will say, hey, Howard, you're a very lucky man, so don't you forget it. And if she treats you like an emotional tampon, or decides to throw the fine crystal at your head, then you can't complain, because you have it good, right? So there's more complexity to this issue than you think. Another thing to consider is what if this high-paying career woman that you decide to get together with wants to have kids? But what if she decides to stop working, or basically uses the money to raise that kid? And have you pull the weight after she uses her connections to find you a job working at her daddy's firm? What are you going to do next? Say no? And with the prenup, she will most likely keep most of the assets if she gets custody of the children, which is more than guaranteed if she stays home and takes care of them. I'm not saying this is going to happen, and I'm just saying that you might have to fight tooth and nail to prevent it from happening if you don't want kids. Back in the days when I worked sales for an insurance company, where I only sold investments because I thought that life insurance was a scam, unless of course you buy term policies, one of my managers would often say, sell your clients on bad products one piece at a time. If it's a tough pill to swallow, break up that pill into smaller pieces and feed them to your clients one piece at a time. That way it's an easier sell. And every single woman that I've ever dated, I felt that that was her strategy. Women are like life insurance salesmen, but they're doing the exact opposite. Every time they sell you on something, they're taking a little piece of your life away in the form of your longevity, self-esteem, or manhood. And this process can often take five years to a decade so that you don't even notice it happening right before your eyes. And if you do, then you have to fight her desires and work at your own life. Women are masters at wearing men down and setting traps. The women you seek out will have the amazing mousetrap set up for you. Remember that she probably had time to perfect it on other men. She might have started aggressive and bitchy when interacting with her marks in the past. 
She might have been overweight and talked down to them. However, when she met up with you, she might behave like an angel. She might be thin and trim, with a perfect figure, because she has the money for the personal trainer. And when you marry her, she might balloon up 50 pounds and do a 360 on her attitude. You, of course, have the option to leave. But I believe she'll keep up that act for many years, the years required to break down your personality and your character. She will keep it up as long as she believes that there's a chance of you leaving the relationship. One way I used to throw off the female partners in my life in the past was basically the attitude that I gave them. They wanted to know on an almost daily basis that I wasn't going anywhere and that I loved them. But at the same time they were wise because they knew in my life that I was only ever dumped by one woman. And that was a two month fling in high school. And then I left all the other women in my life because they weren't acceptable to me. Everybody has different standards. My ex-girlfriends were usually afraid of behaving in a way that would basically have me shut my love down for them. But once they felt they had me and I wasn't going anywhere, then they started treating me like shit. Howard, if you're going down towards the path of blue pill blues, then make sure you understand all of these points. And a wealthy woman will feel that you, as a less wealthy man, has less of a right to complain about your own desires than ever. And she may treat you like you've already been married two to five years early in the relationship, nagging you and pestering you all the time. Now I want to ask everyone else what they think about myself talking to a woman that makes double my current income. I haven't met up with her in person, but I've spoken to her over the phone over the last few weeks. And surprisingly, she allowed me to speak about myself more than she's been speaking about herself. No doubt gathering information and constantly fact-checking what I have to say to make sure that I'm not lying to her. Even when I say something that can possibly be misconstrued and basically have a double meaning, she jumps on it and basically tries to verify the facts about my life and tries to corroborate everything I say. And the first few times I spoke to her, there were a couple points in the conversation where she appeared mildly annoyed and then she backed off when I got upset. I just get the idea that she wants me to open up so that she can read my personality and assess my weaknesses and strengths. And the one card that I hold close to my chest is that I understand women now, and that I'm not capable of loving them anymore because I choose to understand them instead. But I still know how to make them think that I love them. But at the same time, I could easily grow tired of this game in the near future. Anyways, regardless of any advice that I've given you, Howard, you still have to think where you're going to find this wealthy goddess of yours. And my prediction is that she only truly exists as a figment of your imagination in James Bond films. And I don't know about you, but I'm no Sean Connery either. Well, thanks for your donation, Howard. And thank you everyone else for taking your daily dose of red pills. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.